Good morning, or good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you're listening to this. Hello, Soul Tribe, I see you. And today, I want to bring it back to Mother Earth. Today, we want to talk about discernment, the lockdown, conspiracy theories, all that stuff that's going on in the world, and bring it back to a very heart-centered place. So come with me as we journey in this podcast. Do you feel trapped in a cycle or pattern in your job, relationship, lifestyle? Are you tired of feeling sluggish, overwhelmed, exhausted, anxious, or powerless to the circumstances in your life? Are you finally ready to take back your power, transform your life in your deepest, darkest moments, and truly, truly start living the life of your dreams. Hey y'all, it's your girl B here with Back to Your Roots Podcast, and this is another episode. Tribe, hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Thank you for always tuning in and following, uh, liking, sharing, on any of my platforms, I am so, so grateful for all of you, all of the listeners out there. So today, I woke up this morning and I just felt this heavy, heavy energy. Um, I've had a few people contact me over the last little bit to talk to me or share this movement about... Um, getting vaccined and the women's cycle. And I don't often talk about my beliefs around the vaccines because it's such a controversial topic. And we're so, as a society right now, we're just so up in arms that if someone has a belief that um, doesn't feel in alignment with someone else's belief, uh, we're very, we're on the defense, we're attacking, we're throwing shade and blame, and it's not serving any of us. And to be quite honest, I I hold a very neutral, neutral standpoint. Um, you know, I will get the vaccine um, if and when I feel like it's in alignment with myself And if I get it, I'm not worried about it. But I see out there, there's so, so, so much fear. And even this morning, um, one of my good friends, she sent me this spiritual, this leader um, Instagram post and was talking about the the female cycle. So if you don't necessarily know what's happening with that right now, a lot of females are having issues with their cycle. It's either really painful or it's coming late. Um, And some people believe it's because they've been around someone 
that has been vaccinated. So this individual in her post was very um, pointing a lot of blame um, and throwing words like, you know, how dare you incite fear, um, throwing a lot of stuff about white privilege out there. It was very hard to listen to, to be quite honest with you. And I think to myself, you know, (laughs) when does enough become enough? Because when you're truly standing in your sovereign nature, any message that you have should come from a place of being deeply rooted and a place of love, a love for all. And We all have a part in this, and when we sit and we cast stones, um, it creates even more hurt and more suffering. For those listening, it creates more fear, it creates more resistance, and it fuels the extremists and their point of views. Now, I I would say over the the course of the lockdown, I have really taken a step back from being heavily involved in the spiritual communities because there has been, there's a lot of leaders out there that are talking about the conspiracy theories and everything that's going on, calling people sheep. Um, trying to wake people up and incite people to wake up. And that doesn't feel in alignment with me because I know a lot of people who have been listening to that and then they come and see me in my practice and they're suffering. They're uprooted. They don't know what to believe because the inner the internet is so heavily <laughs> polluted with... um so much information. And I think the thing that we need to understand is we just truly don't know all of it. We don't have the full picture. And at the end of the day, a lot of these of this pandemic is a call for higher love. All of the social injustices that are occurring right now is a call for higher love. And when I look around, there's a lot of fear. And fear is not a bad thing. I think we need to understand when it is best to move through fear and when we need to own our fear and when we can see fear in others. But fear is not a bad thing. It's an experience. We're going through an experience And we're going through a huge shift and huge awakenings. And I think we need to surrender this concept of knowing it all because we don't, we don't know what we don't know. (laughs) I think this has become almost one of my favorite, favorite sayings, like in our society for generations we 
have not understood the truth because we have been living outside of ourselves. And our society, no matter really what country you're, you're living in, has been living outside of itself. And there's been a lot of bad things that have happened. Um, Thrive is a really great documentary. Um, And it talks a lot about some of the conspiracy theories and some of the stuff that's going on. And even if you're heavily involved in the alternative medicine community, you know, like if you found some sort of profound medicine that could dramatically cure quotation marks <laughs> or really help treat something like cancer like you don't go and shout it from the rooftops because there has been people that have been put in jail they have been murdered their documents have been burned we know this we know this we know not so great things are happening right But if we solely focus our time and our energy on those things, then that's what we're pouring our energy into. And how can we truly birth and bring in new energy, new creativity, new beginnings, new abundance, a new way of being that's more harmonious if we keep repeating the old patterns. And this message goes to every single person, whether you're a spiritual leader, whether you're a leader of any sort, or whether you're just a person. We're all equal. There's truly no hierarchy. And we really need to start to pour our energies into returning back to who we really are. And I'm not saying that this is uh this is not a spiritual bypassing. This is not um a forget about the past. This is we need to heal. But healing doesn't come from pointing blame, inciting shame on races, on extremists, It doesn't come from holding on to your point of views. It comes from love. And it's okay if you have a a point of view. It's that's healthy. That's human, right? But we want to bring balance to our point of views. We want to understand like, We need to use discernment. We need to, oh, it's 11-11. We need to use, we need to be discerning of all things. We need to be discerning of like what feels right for my body in this moment. I'm taking a course in um, astroherbalism right now um, along with my Ayurvedic medicine program and it talks about understanding our natal birth chart and the energy behind 
plants and the energy behind, you know, when we harvest plants and how we can learn to harvest plants so it has the most amount of um, energetic properties, almost like it's at its growth peak. Um, and it's the most beneficial for our, our body based on our constitution. It's so unique and individualized. And this was the medicine of our forefathers. This was the medicine of our ancestors, whether it was like, you know, buried <laughs> deep because at the time they didn't find that there was validity with it or there was an, you know, an upsurge of, um, power and greed, whatever the reason we have lost this understanding. We have lost this, this knowing we've lost the simplicity of just knowing how to get grounded and how to discern from our heart space or even how to use our intuition. If we're not grounded, if we haven't been doing our healing, we aren't even aware of what is intuitive knowing, our inner knowing, or channeled message, and what is ego. The more we get grounded, the more we do our healing, the more we clear and connect with our heart space, the more powerful our intuitive knowing comes to be. But we've lost this connection and and now we're in a pandemic where it's there's fear everywhere and mental health has been spiking because we aren't able to do some of the things that we use as a distraction tool, right? We're being very forced to deal with our stuff and the world is changing, in the in the work that I do, we always say, I always say like after um, a healing session or after if someone's if I'm teaching and the, the days following uh, an attunement process, say for your Reiki levels, I say to the person like you might go through a detoxification process, and what that detoxification process looks like is a complete tower moment um, or a breakdown in your life or maybe you're overly aggravated in homeopathy we learn sometimes when we give a remedy this person's symptoms exasperate and then they dissipate this is called an aggravation we see this in homeopathy we may see this in the herbal community and naturopathic medicine depending on you know where they're going through things you might see this in counseling and you definitely see this in the energetic world. And it's because things need to come up and out of the body. And I want you now to imagine this is what's happening with the world. Things are breaking down. So things that were secret or we didn't know about need to come to the surface, which means anger, which means grief, which means frustration, which means, you know the suppression or oppression of people, regardless of their social economical status or their race. Every person has suffered to a degree. It is definitely not the same. 
I can't speak about that. I don't know what someone else specifically went through of a different race than me. I can't speak about that. But I can hold space and I can hold loving space to help that individual heal and to help me heal that relationship with that individual and their community. We need healing. If you, you know, come from the understanding of past lives, like we've, we've all, if you've had a past life, we've all had, we've all been different genders and, you know, maybe uh, had different, you know, sexual appetites and, you know, we're different ethnicities. This is part of the plan of being all one, right? Trying different experiences, learning lessons, healing, growing and expanding through it and coming back to this ultimate space of love. I don't know the path that you have walked. I am not in your shoes. But I can offer you love and support whether or not I agree with what you are putting out there in the world. So what's happening right now is we're seeing we're seeing people who are scared, especially women. Um, people who are scared in the spiritual community, perhaps because they're understanding a, a different side of things. People are scared in the spiritual community because they don't fully understand what's going on and there's such a muck of information and they're fearful and they're uprooted. People scared in, in regular life because they're a small business owner and, you know, they're suffering or financially suffering right now. They lost their job and they don't know how to pay the bills. We have people scared about taking the vaccines because some of the information that's come out about them. We have people that are scared um, and their cycles for women are specifically are changing and they're scared and they're wanting to understand why. So they're talking about it. And they're coming together about it. And then that is inciting more frustration in other people because they feel like it's going to, you know, promote more, more you know, anti-vaccination and, and anti-mask and all of this stuff. Do those people not deserve love too, though? Every single act is a, is a cry, whether good or bad, is a cry for love. It is an embodiment of love or it is a cry for love. Do those people also not deserve love? Someone's fear, if I'm sitting over here being like, well, my cycle's changing because I've been around someone who's been vaccinated, perhaps that person, that is that person's belief now. You can't change that. And it's irresponsible and irrational of you to talk or speak down to that person that now has that belief. They are immensely entrenched in fear over this. 
But we don't fight fear with blame or shame or more fear or how dare use or how could use. That person, even an extremist, someone who's an extremist person, is so committed to their beliefs and their perception that perhaps they cannot possibly understand your perception. They're so blinded by their beliefs and their perception. If you were to go to them to say, hey, man, or hey, girl, like, I think you're wrong. What about this, this, and this? They could be so blinded by their perception. Think of it as like rose-colored glasses or they're like tunnel vision. That's all that they see. They might not even be able to hear what you have to say until that person does their healing. So you could shout from the rooftops and you could get angry and you could get violent and you could cast blame and shame, but that is only going to affect you because that, even though we are one, that person doesn't know any different. Perhaps that person will never know any different. Perhaps it's not that person's dharma to necessarily know any different. Perhaps that person needs to do some healing and reprioritize and rewire their neural pathways to know different. So we need to let go of this expectation that we all need to be on the same wavelength and we all need to have the same opinions because we don't. We can be so beautifully different we can have so many beautiful different opinions about so many things and it's not right or wrong we need to come to a place of neutrality and yeah there are people that are going to do things that we're not fond of like maybe have anti-mask you know rallies or you know maybe they're not following the rule and I, I caution you to take a step back, to breathe, <sighs> to get grounded, to find your roots, to find your heart space, and say to yourself, you know, do I need to speak up against this? Will they listen? Will this incite even more you know, shame, blame, fear? Will they, will they even hear me or understand my perspective on this? Does that even matter? Right? I think we could probably understand by now people are going to do what people want to do. It's our attachment to their outcome. Like, oh, if they're doing this, then we're going to suffer. No, That's a story and a belief that you have. It's not your responsibility to change the world. All on your lonesome. You have a responsibility to yourself, though, and what you're pouring your energy into. And what if you decided to say to them, like, I don't understand your beliefs or your fears around this, but I'm going to respect that that's your decision to make. 
And you need to kind of check yourself. Like you need to be discerning of your own reaction. Is my own reaction coming from a fear standpoint? But you cannot control people and who they're going to listen to. Right? That's why we have this tower moment. That's why this awakening is coming. That's why we need healing, right? Because we need people in power who are going to lead with us from a space of um, being very deeply heart-centered. And until we reach that point, until we're trying to find solutions, not from the mind, but of the spirit, of the energy, from a higher perspective, we're not going to cultivate change. And our responses are going to come still from a very ego standpoint. You're right. This is wrong. I'm wrong. You're right. Doesn't like it. None of it really matters. Right? Our actions do affect other people a hundred percent, but we also have choice, right? So if someone's creating a lot of fear around me, yeah, it may, it may uproot me, but it's also my responsibility to be like, wait a second, I'm feeling really negative today or lately, Oh, okay, wait a second. Who, what am I listening to? What am I surrounding myself to? What am I um, uptaking in my body, like eating or drinking? Oh, okay. Maybe I'm surrounding myself in an environment that's cultivating even more fear or triggering fear that already exists within me. Okay, let me take a step back. Let me get grounded. Let me self-care. And perhaps there are people that don't understand that and don't have the tools. And I know for a fact that is the case because we're all kind of at that same level trying to find our way. But we need to recognize when we need to take responsibility for ourselves and what we're intaking into our systems. And I think like that activating that use of discernment and really getting grounded, and really taking a step back outside of other people's energy, connecting into our heart space, doing our own healing so we can make the choices that we need to make for us, ourselves, in a very loving, compassionate way. That's the way we move forward. So, tribe, family, this message is pretty triggering, and or it could be in some ways, for sure, um, but it's, the world is triggering, and it's, and it's heavy, and people are going to be upset no matter what, and I'm not saying go do bad, bunch of bad things, because people are going to be upset, no, You need, we need to stop and really get grounded. We need to get rooted and actually look after ourselves. 
do our healings, whether you do it for free or you go to someone, or maybe you do it for free until you can go to someone. Ultimately, the sky is the limit and the interweb has a lot of tools on it to help you with this, right? It doesn't have to be complicated. We like to overcomplicate it. But we need to create a timeout so we can get grounded and we can understand and see things from a higher perspective before we act, before we respond to another. And you can lovingly respond in a way that cultivates a boundary or shares your opinion, right? It doesn't have to be about casting blame or shame or enticing fear. But know that if someone is reacting to those messages, if you were doing those things, You know, that also has a lot to do with that person. We are a collective of energy beings, but we also are individual. And I cannot solely take responsibility for every single person on this world and how they're going to react to my message. All I can do is try to be the best possible version of myself and speak my authentic truth in hopes to cultivate more individuals to come back to themselves so that they may do the same. But I cannot take responsibility if someone were to be offended from this message or other messages. It's too much. It's too much. So take a moment with me. Come back to yourself. If you're driving, please don't do this exercise. Maybe when you stop, you can do it. I just want you to take a big breath in. Pause and exhale. Closing your eyes down. As long as you're safe to do so, obviously. And if your feet aren't already, maybe placing them on the ground, not cross-legged. And feel the connection of being in your body. Taking a big breath in. Exhaling. Coming back down into your body. Inviting all aspects of self to come into your body. Feeling the ground beneath you. If you're sitting on a chair, maybe the seat or the chair, the fabric. Feeling your spinal column, 
as it stacks upon each other, observing your breath as it enters and creates an exchange in your lungs and exhales. Becoming aware of your heart as it's beating to supply blood to your body. Become aware of your bones and your muscles. Becoming aware of your digestive tract. Becoming aware of your liver, gallbladder, pancreas, spleen. You have no clue where any of these things are. It's okay. Let go of the need to know. Focus on moving into the physical body and the energy world. You don't need to know. There's no getting anything wrong. There is nothing to get wrong. You are fine. Becoming aware of your kidneys. Your sex organs. Adrenals. Doing a little scan of the body. Seeing if there's any tension in any areas. When you find an area, I just want you to stop and allow it to be. I see you, tension. I smile to you, tension. I release you, tension. I see you, tension. I smile to you, tension. I release you, tension. I see you, tension. I smile to you, tension. I release you, tension. And just allow that tension to leave your body through your roots, through your legs, your feet, and into the earth. You are so, so grounded. So, so secure. And so, so protected. You are loved. Every inch and faucet of you. The light and the dark. The good and the bad. Are so, so loved. 
And each time you need to make a decision and you have uncertainty, come to this space of being deeply grounded. Connecting into the ground, connecting into your body before you make a decision from your heart. The more we participate in these small but profound acts, the more we will be able to dramatically shift and create change for the betterment of all humans, animals, and plants alike. The more we will create social change, the more we will create systems globally, country-wise, province and city or town that connect people instead of create separation and fear. So I invite you to always come to a place of being deeply grounded and rooted so that you may begin to learn how to use the tool of discernment. And it's okay if you don't get it right. It's okay. There's so many teachings out there on this. It's okay. It's a practice. It's something that you have to work at, just like your intuition. It's constantly there, but for you to quiet and tune in to those subtleties, and then strengthen your intuition by healing. It's a practice, as with anything. So, tribe, I hope this message finds you well this morning. I love you all so, so very much. And I wish for you to start the journey of becoming more rooted and using your discernment and creating conversation or acts of love versus hatred or separation or anger or shame or blame. Until next time, I love you and bye for now.